This is a preview from our angel story today. She had mentioned that she and I had many past lives together, and I'm embarrassed to say, but I did not understand what that meant. So I started reading after that, and it just opened my world to this whole spiritual world. When I started reading more, I felt like I was remembering the truth or something that I had known before. Beautiful souls, do you have a prayer request or want us to send you healing energy today? Would you like us to be praying for your friend or loved one? If this is you, go to worldslargestprayernetwork.com to submit your prayer request. And while you're there, please sign up to join our team of prayer warriors. The angels say prayer not only opens you to miracles, raises your vibration, and helps you heal, but the more you pray, the more God's presence is felt on earth. Feel your angels' love as they surround you right now, and listen for the positive, loving messages your angels intended specifically for you in today's episode. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. Friends, today we have Amber here to share her angel stories, and I know that you're just going to love them. Amber, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm going to have you take it away and share your first story. Sure. Well, in 2019, I hadn't lost anyone who was close to me and the same age as me. I'd lost my grandpa when I was 13, and that was hard. But I think anytime someone dies young, it just feels sadder. It feels like life has been cut short. So that's what happened to me. I got a phone call that my best friend, Nicole, had passed away. I didn't get any information on how, why it happened. And I also just wanted to be respectful of her family and not ask too many questions. It didn't feel like the right time. Being the person I am, that was very hard for me. My mind was going a million places. I I was trying to figure out what could have happened. And it was just a really hard day. But later that night, my husband and I, we went for a walk and it was dark and it was raining. And I remember just feeling a sort of peace because I knew that she knew how much I loved her. I knew how much she loved me. And I wouldn't change that for anything. I felt so blessed to have had the time that I did with her. And so later that night, I finally fell asleep. And in my dream, we were at this beautiful house in LA, which would not happen, but we were there and she was across from me. And there was a man sitting to the my right, her left. He was saying some really rude things. I looked at her and I was like, can you believe this guy? And she just started crying, which was not like her. She was a Leo, so she was very outspoken. She didn't take crap from anyone, which I needed her in my life because sometimes I think that's one of my goals is to learn how to stand up for myself. She always said whatever she was feeling. So it was very strange for her to be reacting that way. So we went outside and I said, what's the matter? Like, what's going on? And she said, he was talking about my weight and she started crying more. And that was just also not like her. I didn't think anything of it. And then her service was a couple weeks later and her boss came over and she said, yeah, one day she came into work and she said, I'm tired of being, you know, talked to about my weight. And I was like, that's insane. That it was exactly the same thing she had said in my dream. And looking back now and and understanding a little bit more about the situation, 
I think she was letting me know that she was struggling, that she wasn't feeling herself, that she was a lot more vulnerable than any of us had really thought about her. And I just thought that was so sweet that she kind of shared that with me through a dream. And that was my first story. After that, I was in a a very dark place, similar to you had explained after your father passed. And it was just a really a bad time for me. It consumed all of my thoughts every second of the day. And it felt like my world was stopped and everyone else's was continuing on. And so one of her friends suggested that we go to a medium, which I grew up very religious. That was not something that kind of would do. And so, but I was excited. And so we went, she had mentioned that she and I had many past lives together. And I'm embarrassed to say, but I did not understand what that meant. I So I started reading after that and it just opened my world to this whole spiritual world. And when I started reading more, I felt like I was remembering the truth or something that I had known before and it felt right. And anyways, the medium had said I had brought up that I just missed her so much. And that year was particularly significant for me. I got engaged and we got a house and I was just really sad that she wasn't there. She was also an interior designer. So thinking about my house and her not being here was really sad to me because we would have done, I could ask her any questions and we would have done that together. And so we had put three bids into it for a house. None of them were that great. They were not my dream house at all. They were all fixer uppers, but the medium said, you haven't found the house yet. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be better than anything you've seen. There's going to be a little glitch in the process, but I'm going to make sure that you get the house, meaning Nicole was going to do this. And so maybe, uh, maybe like two weeks later, this house was better than anything I had seen. We didn't have to fix anything. It was, I mean, it was a beautiful house and it was all of the things that she had listed. And so we put our bid in and we were way outbid. And then we raised it like as much as we could. We wrote a little letter about ourselves and we got the house. And it's also right around the corner from our super good friends that Nicole was also very good friends with. And so when we're all together, I feel like she wanted us together and she's brought us together and we're all raising our babies together now. And so it just feels like she wanted me here. It feels really good. So that was my first one that the medium said. She also said, you know, if I start meditating, I can feel her more. I can sense her more. It'll help with how much I'm missing her. When I went to take my engagement photos, I just said a little prayer to her and I said, please come along, like join me because I know this isn't something that you get to do in this lifetime. And so anyways, we took our photos, we got them back and my photographer, she said, there's this white light across your chest. And she's like, I've never seen that before. It's not a lens flare. It's just, she was like, I can't explain it. And so it's in a bunch of our photos. And that's one of the ones I picked to hang in our hallway. And then the last one is I got pregnant. I went to see a medium and she was like, she's so excited for you. She's screaming. She's she's just like, this is huge news. And she said, she's going to be in the delivery room with you and no one's going to stop her. If you know her, that's just how she talked. But I also kind of chuckled because I don't know how anyone could stop her from being in the room. I got induced and I was in labor for probably 20 hours and they did a nurse you know, shift change. And so this girl came in and she said, hi. I'm Nicole. I'm going to be your delivery nurse. (laughs) And again, that's so her to be like, here I am. And just (laughs) undeniably like that's her. She was such a ham. And she just still lets me know that she's there. And there's times where I'm in an uncomfortable situation and a song will come on that it's just a song that I have for her. And so I just wanted to say, though, that 
her passing just completely changed my life. I've experienced grief since then. And I do not think that I could have gotten through that if I didn't change how I view souls and life and our purpose. And myself, I'm like on a whole different journey trying to figure out my purpose and what I'm doing. I just am excited. It's changed how I view my childhood. I didn't have a great one. And now I feel like there was a lesson in that. And even my relationship with my sisters, I think that we're all meant to have gone through those things together and we're helping each other through this journey. And then now that I have a daughter, I'm so excited for her to view things differently. And one of your guests was talking about that with their children and, you know, they don't dwell on that thing that might be bothering them and they can move forward and say, Hey, there might be a lesson in this and I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I'm just excited for her to maybe not have to go through some of the things that I went through, but I absolutely, as hard as her passing was, I know that she wouldn't want me to be sad and in that place. And I needed to live my life and live it to the fullest. And that's the best way that I can honor her. And yeah. That's beautiful, Amber. Oh my goodness. What a powerful story. Did you know I give away a new free reading each month to a listener who leaves a five-star rating of this show on Apple Podcasts or Amazon? After you leave five stars, go over to the Contact Me page on my website, theangelmedium.com. Fill out the Contact Me form, letting us know that you gave five stars. That way, we can contact you when you win. The more five stars you leave, the more chances you have to win. And your name always stays in until you do. Don't forget to stay subscribed to our emails so that you know when you've won your free session with me. Sending you so much love and gratitude for your support on this. Thank you. Now let's dive back into the show. You know, do you just have the one daughter? One... I do. Okay. Because she was saying, she's talking about the little boy the entire uh, time. So we were pregnant with twins and that's the boy that I lost. I don't know if I'll get pregnant again because we don't have a lot of family here. So it's hard to think of having a second kid. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think that I could have gone through that process if I didn't think like I would meet him again or we would have some other chance to be together again. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because she was really clear, like she had me write down, I'll just show you this. She put little boy and then she put one is here and then she put one is on the other side. And she wants you to know, like when it comes to little boy, I drew this arrow and she says, has her facial features and her hair color. Um, (laughs) So she wants you to know that she's with him on the other side. There's a couple of things here, okay, because there's choice that we have. Like when my husband and I went through everything with our kiddo when she was first born, our decision, even when we think back to our early childhoods, we were always thinking that we would have two kids, me and my individual life, he and his, and then us together when we got together as a couple. And when she just had so many special needs, we had a very powerful conversation one night and doctors said, you know, she's going to grow out of this. She has this rare percentage of the syndrome that she has, and she's going to be completely good. They're even more intelligent, you know, than, than normal. And she is just a firecracker. 
but we didn't know that at the time. And she mm-hmm. was tube fed until she was three and it was wow. just round the clock hair and almost broke us. Then we couldn't mm-hmm. imagine adding another child into that mix. We just wanted to like love on her and care for her mm-hmm. as much as possible. And she's saying to tell you this, sometimes spirit doesn't have a way of saying something. So they'll give the messenger like an image and then they'll hand it to the person. I came from a family. He came from a family of a lot of kids, right? And -hmm, and it was the siblings had one another. The parents had each other. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it was just kind of teams, right? Siblings versus parents. It doesn't feel that way with three. You're really a trio and you can't have those teams because you need the kids to feel or the child to feel so integrated and supported Mm -hmm. and part of the unit. So whether it's right or wrong, I don't know. Like we don't travel pretty much without her. Like she's just part of us. We're going to go see Seinfeld in November in Chicago and she's coming along. She said, you haven't quite determined from your soul's perspective, which Mm -hmm. way you'll go. If you want to bring a child in, she said it will be his soul. So it's not another soul on the other side. It would be his soul that comes through. She said, if you don't choose that, she goes, it's completely fine. He's perfect on the other side. And a lot of times we think of our kids over there as children, but he's not. He's Mm -hmm. lived multiple different lifetimes. He's been Mm -hmm. an old man multiple times. She said, you can talk to him more because he also talks to you all the time. She said, if you choose not to bring him through, it's totally okay. And you guys will be the best trio ever here. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. The other thing that she shows me, and this is different. I haven't seen this a lot, but her soul and your soul are on parallel paths. Not in a way, you know, you have a very, very long life here. Not in that way. Right. And more so your curiosities, what you want to experience, what you want to learn. There's a lot of similar threads of energy between you and her, the pace at which you want to go and exist. There's so much there that just parallels one another. She said, we still learn on the other side. We still grow on the other side. And she said, I'm still learning and growing over there too. So she was taking me back to that dream that you had. And she goes, it's my way of sharing my experiences even now with you too. I haven't ever had a soul bring it through in that way, but she just wants you to know that she's still sharing. There's almost a guide energy to her too, because you guys parallel one another so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. I just have to tell myself that she's just here in a different way because yeah, it's the, her being so young was just, ugh, it's so hard. Yeah. Did yeah. she know your sister? Mm, I have four sisters. I don't think she ever met any of them. No, I don't think she did. Who's the baby? I mean, just my baby. No, of the sisters. Oh, Samantha. Okay. Because grandma's on the other side too. Is that mom's mom? Mm-hmm. My mom's mom is still here. My dad's mom is not. Okay. And then one time when I went to a medium, it, medium, it was my grandpa's mom was there. 
and she was looking out for me. Okay. Grandma is there, dad's mom. Mm -hmm. And, but there is energy on your mom's side too, that definitely wants to be recognized. So I don't know if you had like a great grandmother who had longevity. Um, I don't know if she was around when some of you were still being born because she does show me her holding some of you when she was here. So there's just, I think my sister. Okay. So just know that that's great grandmother then on your, your mom's side, those two energies are stepping forward more for your younger sister. And I feel like she's just at a point where she's got a lot going on Mm -hmm. and she has a lot of ambitions. Like she just has things that she knows that she wants to do. And they said the way that she needs to think about it is that it's already done and almost as if her soul is speaking to her from the perspective of knowing what's coming in her future and Mm. which way she's going to go. And in a way, there is no time, right? So it's already happened. Mm -hmm. But she really self-doubts hard. Like she has equal ambition and self-doubt meeting each other. And Mm -hmm. they want her to know that everything that calls to her heart is something that she can achieve 111%. Nice. That's exciting. Yeah. (laughs) So just let her know that from that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yay. Oh my goodness, Amber. Thank you so much for being oh, here. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. All my love. Thank you. Yes. Bye. Bye. Beautiful soul. Thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know, I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are around you right now, who's connecting with you, and what messages they have for you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a session. You can do a reading with me or a member of my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily, and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the very best they can to support you and guide you to your best life. If this sounds like you, virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website. Sign up today. And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business, you can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to get clients. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com or DM me on Instagram at angelpodcast with any questions. Before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hands on your heart. Take a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love is right in front of you. Step into that love and feel it as it fills your body, chakras, and auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? 
and open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you.